Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and Noah doesn't. And Marvel does not suck, also. I think Marvel sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it really does. No. Case in point, today... How many episodes do you think you started with Case in Point? Uh, pretty much all of them, because I'm usually right about proving you that Marvel's great. My I point don't think is that's true. But my point is that <laughs> at the beginning of this, you said I'm only going to watch the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched all the MCU movies. You said, okay, about 60% of those were pretty great. And then I said, <laughs> and then I said, well, why don't we move on to Netflix shows? And you said, I don't know about that. But over the course of yeah. this podcast, you have come to know and love several Marvel characters. Yeah. Um, mostly love, more so than know, some might say. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and I got you to watch not only one, but two Marvel Netflix original series. Yeah. Not in their entirety, just the pilots. Just the pilots. Very curious to see what you thought. We have on the docket today Jessica Jones, one of the I think, honestly, that is my favorite... Netflix original? Yeah, if you're counting the entire body of a show. Hmm. Like, because it's one season, so they haven't gone on long enough. But there's another one coming. Yes. So right now... 2018. Yes. Right now, it's my favorite Netflix original show. Season two could muck it up a bit, but I think it's 13 episodes. It's the perfect story arc. I love all of it. Mm -hmm. And you just watched one of each. You did not go into it. Okay. Luke Cage, I think, I'm very curious about what you think about both of these, because I think Luke Cage is the most stand-alone, has nothing to do with the MCU spin-off of the MCU, hmm. which you seem to like, because Guardians is very much that way. Yes. Uh, and I also didn't mention before that Luke Cage is featured prominently in Jessica Jones, Yeah. and I wondered if you were confused by that. No, I noticed <laughs> <laughs> that there was the same guy. Yeah. Did you immediately, wait, which one did you watch first? Jessica Jones. Okay. And yeah, so she she sees him like almost immediately. Yeah. So like, did you watch these back to back? Yeah. Did you know it was Luke Cage when she called him Luke? And he I, was I a just, large I black man. Him okay. From so like you knew. the the banner ads on the Netflix promo for okay. the show. But you did not know beforehand that he was in the show. No. Okay. So that was a delightful Jessica surprise, Jones. some might say. Uh, some. <laughs> Jordan included. Yeah. Uh, so I've got you, I mean, this is... So you're, wait, you gotta hit me with two reviews. Uh, well, I have a lot of housekeeping stuff to do All before right, we, we even... Let, can we just pause talking about Marvel for a second? Yeah, it's fine by me. Just a second. I know you're eager. Um, let's fill people in on the past week, what mm-hmm. has happened. Uh, most recently, our most recent episode was Wonder Woman? Oh, no, we did Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man was, was the most last thing we yes. talked about. In that time, we saw Blade Runner 2049 together. Yes. Spectacular film. Really, really, really good. Denny Villeneuve can do no wrong. Yeah. He has never made a bad film. Imagine if there was a Marvel film with the patience that that film had. I One day, I think we're going to get it. Yeah. Phase four, when they're going to explore some interesting territory. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you'll ever get anything that... Um, I, not contemplative, but just like 
I contemplate it's kind of worth It's very... Uh, there's a lot happening in the movie, and it, it's very slow, a well, lot of parts, but it does... Well, it, ju- it just takes its time to do yes. everything it wants to. And it does. It absolutely... It refuses to rush for time. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine if they tried to edit that down to, like, two hours, 15 minutes. You can't. That would have felt so bad. Yeah. You can't take any part of that movie out. Yeah. And I, I did, at times, it felt like I was watching a Lord of the Rings movie, like... How long have I been sitting down watching this? But the whole time I'm enjoying. Well, I mean, and that was for you. I watched the first Blade Runner, literally, like <laughs> on your way to the theater. <laughs> nearly, I was I was watching it, and then my roommate left because he wanted to get there early to make sure they had seats and stuff. Yes, and then I caught up to them uh, during. I, I walked in during the last preview. Yes, before the film. Well, and you so, ran so into I, me filling up my popcorn yeah, bucket. Yeah. Which is a callback to a previous episode where we mentioned that I like popcorn. Yeah. And, and so I watched two hours of Blade Runner, yes. drove 10 minutes or 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and then watched two hours and 45 minutes of more Blade Runner. <laughs> Do you think that's how Ridley Scott wanted it to be when he made the first Blade Runner, Blade Runner film? I mean, probably not with the driving. No driving in No between. driving. Yeah. He just wanted this work of art and then another almost three... Well, no, it's... Uh, it, the first one's two hours, so this yeah. is just an extra hour. Yeah. This movie's near three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in 82, Ridley Scott had that in mind. I want people to sit down and watch this five-hour feast yeah. for the eyes, 30 years apart. Over yeah. 30 years apart. I mean, it's definitely the best sci-fi series that Harrison Ford has been involved in. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Treading on some dangerous ground. Yeah. Indiana Jones exists. That's not sci-fi. <laughs> That's why I specific, specified sci-fi, because I, I like Indiana Jones a More lot. More than Star Wars? Yeah, oh, probably. no. I, I think you do I, not. Yeah. That's sick. Because I, wa- I watched Indiana Jones as a kid. Why didn't you watch Star Wars as a kid, like every other boy? I watched, like, pieces of Star Wars as a kid, but I never watched all of Star Wars. And if I had, I still don't think I would have liked as much as Indiana That's Jones. That's insane to me. Indiana Jones is such a... It's more of, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of fun. Whereas yes. I think Star Wars... Is more of, like, a Marvel kind of fun. Where it's yeah, all maybe. a shared I know, universe. I do like Star Wars. You like, like it. Yes. Every boy should love... There should be a phase well, and that's in a boy's life where they should love Star Wars. Well, I love the Star Wars universe. Okay. The films I think are the, pretty good. You do love <laughs> the universe, though. Yes. All right, well, that's well, a start. Because I grew up playing... Um, Everyone played Jedi. and uh, not, the, not Jedi. The, the, oh, the pod racing game. No. Well, I did play the pod racing <laughs> game, and that was probably my foundational love for it. But the, the follow-up to that is the... Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, yeah, very fun game. Yeah, that very, is my real attachment to the universe. That was more than anything. That was a very fun game. That is, it's so weird that you can, we can tell like our parents. Well, not my parents. My parents didn't fucking watch Star Wars for some reason. Yeah, but we can tell our you know metaphorical parents in the previous generation that yeah. we got into Star Wars because of the Phantom Menace. And a proper well, I Star Wars. Did, I watched the Phantom Menace, and I took me off of. Star no, Wars. but I'm saying, but the lore that spawned those video games started from the prequel trilogy. Yeah, like we no, wouldn't definitely. have Knights of the Old Republic if we didn't have Phantom Menace. Episode one, Pod Race. Yes, As you would not have had game. that game. Very good. All game. of those would be taken from you. Um. That's crazy that you don't like Star Wars as much as. And honestly, Harrison Ford's acting in this, I thought was it was very good, but. I didn't. You were like, this is far and above the best thing I've seen him in in ages. Yes. 
I didn't. I mean, he's very good. I think he had more screen time in Star Wars. But so. but the scene with him talking to Jared Leto, I think, is more emotion than we've seen out of Harrison Ford. Or the scene with him at the bar with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that was Both of those, I think, have more emotion than like think, anything he but did. But also, I think he had five minutes of screen time. Whereas no, he had a decent amount of screen time. Uh, I just, it, I mean, with his face on the screen, I think it's for a total of like no more than ten minutes. I think it's probably more than ten minutes. Uh, I don't think it's an hour, but I think it's, it's like I think. Well, it's like he's not even introduced hour, until like perhaps. two hours into the movie. Are we? Was there feedback just then? Why is this? Sorry, I'm <laughs> technical difficulty. I'm hearing myself coming out of my own speakers for some reason. Oh, I can kind of hear it now too. Echo. Why did that start happening? Maybe. Well, I'm going to mute been, this. Been prevalent. I don't know. I honestly have no idea if that was audible for... Do you think the computer was rebelling because you think uh, Indiana Jones is better than Star Wars? I doubt that's why. Okay, it looks like it's still recording us. I don't know if we'll end up leaving that in or not. I'm not sure if we the gave echo? me any convenient... No, the echo will definitely be in the beginning. I think it's, it's a hard. fun place. Whenever I hear podcasters say, we're going to take that out, I'm always glad that I hear them say that <laughs> and the thing before it that they said they were going to take yeah. out. All right, let's see. What else... Uh, we were talking about Harrison Ford and how good he was in this. Yes. Like, compared to just Ender's Game or literally any other thing. Ender's Game. In. Why the fuck would you compare it to Ender's Game? Because he was game. in it. <laughs> it was the same actor performing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't count that. He's in Star Wars. He's in Indiana Jones. Yeah. He's in Blade Runner. Maybe Air Force One on a good day. What? And... Uh, so, what do you think about Indiana Jones? Just since we're talking <laughs> Honestly, about Indiana Honestly, I enjoy Jones. Indiana Jones. I don't get everyone's obsession with it. Uh, I love one. I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is incredibly yeah. fun to start to finish. Yeah. Do not like Temple of Doom. I, I like... Well, those were on cable so yes, much as a Constantly. You could not get away from it. Yeah, so I, 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 I've watched all those movies from like... like an hour in from the beginning, from like three fourths away through, and then it comes on the next one again. Yeah. Yep. So like I've I've just this is it's just one of those movies that I've seen from so many different places, and so many times it's just like ingrained in my brain. Like Forrest Gump, that's another yeah. movie that has the same thing. Yeah, I've definitely seen Forrest Gump way more than yeah. Indiana Jones. There's something interesting too about uh, the cable loop of like um, um, looping a movie, like, yeah. Because coming in and like just like the middle and then rewatching up to the beginning. Like when else do you do that? Like like I, that never happens with films. Really, only now. block. Well, yeah, it has to be blockbusters. I mean, if yeah. these movies came out when if you were this age, there'd be different movies that would you'd watch on a loop. Like Geo. Well, no, no, because because most kids today aren't watching cable; they're watching Netflix and stuff. That is true. So they, they'll just watch it from the beginning. They'll cue it up. I'm saying they'll never get the joy of coming in halfway through their favorite movie that was right fun. before a good scene. When, and you're like, oh, that's coming up. That's going to be sweet. Yeah, they just get the instant gratification of fast-forwarding to that scene if they want. Oh, but why would you want machine. to? Because when you're watching it, you're just like, oh, I want to I will say thing. when we watched, uh, when we were at Seth's Lake and all three Back to the Future movies came on, yeah. we were just letting it, it was great. I have the Blu-ray trilogy right there. I've never, like, opened it. Yeah. I love those movies, but I've right. never gone out of my Cause, way to... Cause the decision to watch yeah. a movie is very different than yes. the decision to leave it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I agree with that. I think that's the same way, like... or. That's how I process music because I will exclusively listen to music on a shuffle. Yeah, I and cannot, I do the exact opposite. <laughs> I cannot bring myself to choose a song because I have too much. I I don't know what I want to listen to. What a predictable fact to bring up! Like 
if if we were to tell the audience, one of us listens to <laughs> music on shuffle, and one of us listens to basically albums exclusively. Which one's which? I have no. I, honestly, I don't know based on our previous. You don't think so? No. What what facets about you do you have that make me think that you're not a shuffler? Because I like long, slow movies, and therefore I like long, extended albums that like play out. Like I like to see the whole thing progress, whereas you just like the big, flashy scenes. Yeah, show but, me action heroes, <laughs> and then it all comes together. But then, you also mentioned that I don't mind movies being shuffled on TV. <laughs> oh well, that's that's. I mean, that's this conversation. Yes. I mean, like over the scope of the podcast. Well, I think that's liter- But we led into this conversation with a previous conversation that sort of yeah. says I might like shuffled songs. Hmm. Uh, perhaps. I mean, it's like, it's the difference between, like, I would never set up, like, a shuffle with my music, but, like, it's it's more like, to me, Cable's more like the radio. Like, I like it when a good song comes on the radio, but I'd never choose to listen to music that way on my spare time. I don't know if you can compare the radio, because you rarely get a block of hits on the radio. No, no, but, like, if I come Movie in at the middle length. of Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm going to listen to On the a loop? Thing. No, no, I'm On just a saying, Bohemian Rhapsody channel? <laughs> of course not. If I come in on Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm gonna wait till that ends. Yeah. But what? When am I going to just be like, oh, I need to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody? Today. That's what I'm saying. I need the radio to tell. Not the radio because the radio has shit taste. But I need my iTunes or not my iTunes, my uh, MP3 library that I've been cultivating that has over fifteen thousand songs. That's gonna tell me what I want to listen to. I'm very baby driver in that regard, which you still have not seen, so that reference is probably no, lost on you. But uh my roommate has the Blu-ray at my house right now. You should watch it. I could be watching it, you but instead I'm gonna be talking about <laughs> Jessica Jones Marvel and Luke your Cage. favorite. Yeah. Um also to to tie up the Blade Runner uh sidebar. Mm-hmm. As soon as we watched it, uh, Alex, my best friend since first grade, who was mm-hmm. also there with us, yep. uh, he said, that's bar none my favorite film of the year. Yeah. And you said something, so you said it might be, you can't think of anything better. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed it, but I had more problems with it, with it than I did with this. Yes. I wouldn't say by far, but I did. Like, I, I'm. That's interesting that again. you would even, that it is kind of in the same league as this movie. Well, I just haven't seen that many movies this year. I guess <laughs> not. <laughs> Gotta get your movie pass. Like, what else have I seen? Guardians 2. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Which I liked a lot for a superhero movie. Yeah. That's not. Really great. Oh, my new goal on this podcast, because it was originally to get you to like movies and watch the Netflix shows, and now that I've done that, yeah. I want one of your favorite movies of the year to be a Marvel film. Yeah. I mean, right now it's top five, because I've probably seen five movies. <laughs> <laughs> you might have two spots in the top five. Progress. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and anyway, I said my favorite movie of the year was Logan, and you scoffed, which yeah. at this point in the podcast, I, I feel like you should have a little more tolerance towards these films. I don't think I'll like Logan. Why not? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, just Are we going to do a Logan podcast soon? Oh, uh, probably. <laughs> not next. Well, we have a lot of Jessica Jones and Luke well, actually, Cage. Could fingers be next crossed. Week. Well, assuming that you like these TV shows, which don't tell me yet, yeah, because you will be watching more of those, presumably. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I have to watch them like now. That's true. Oh, we so we could want... revisit at the end of the series oh, or something. So you just want because like... there's no re- we don't need to do like twelve Jessica Jones. No, 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 no. I was thinking we do it in quarters. Yeah, um, do every three episodes. But in any case, we could do. Uh, That's so much Logan. Marvel content. You're gonna be watching Marvel shows on the side for a future podcast, in addition to a weekly Marvel film for a Marvel podcast. Wow. 
I mean, we are running dry on content, so... <laughs> Should we play Trivial Pursuit again? Yeah, you want to get Seth and Kyle back here? Yeah, I want a rematch, honestly. <laughs> I honestly pretty unlucky. I listened to it. Um, Paulo, yeah. uh, my buddy, uh-huh. our mutual friend, um, he just... He texted me... When was he here? He came to stay over because he works in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him about our podcast. He messaged me today, said I listened to all of it. I was literally shouting in the car during the Trivial Pursuit episode when you, we couldn't name the Doctor Who, whoever that actor was. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Christerson or Crystal. He's going to be yelling yeah, during this again, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, but he said, I asked him just out of curiosity, what's your favorite? Uh, he said, probably Thor or Hulk. It's really great when Jordan is really mad. <laughs> That's when we hit our prime. Yeah. Which, you know, probably <laughs> since Avengers 1, we haven't seen, like, the Hulk angry Jordan. Yeah. He's been pretty mellow since then. He's been really enjoying himself, having a great time watching these films, which yeah. I love. But I do f- forget about the three million fans that we mm-hmm. sometimes isolate with our mutual love of Marvel films. When really this <laughs> podcast was intended... Uh, to be about two guys arguing about them. Yeah. And I sort of won you over pretty quick. And I don't know if I that's... mean, it's more like... Uh, at some point, I couldn't repeat myself on all the points anymore. And I will acknowledge the movies have gotten better. Hey, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> um, back to Logan, though. we I really would love to hear your opinion. My only pr- dilemma that uh, I'm in yeah. is... I think you're gonna have the same opinion as my father, uh-huh. who was not emotionally invested in the characters. Yes, I will not be. Yeah, and unless that is, they win me over during the course of the film. Well, I think they do, but I've also known these people for yeah. 17 years. You really just don't have the perspective to tell. Yeah, so I'm just watching this movie and thinking like these. I've known these people for 17 years, and they're old as shit. Now. It's like the last Harry Potter. Yeah. Basically, though I never saw the last Harry Potter. But you read the book. Yeah, I read. The so you, but you know, that's the, that's a similar feel. Yeah, although well, that's much. That's half the time. What the books? The book? No, the well, the span of that the books were released. Hmm. Yeah, it took seventeen years to get Logan. But I, I was ten to get Harry I actually Potter. Didn't finish reading the series until basically the last one was coming out. Because I think I was reading them because I was like, oh, I want to finish the films, but I'd rather finish the books first. Sure. And so then I read them, and I, was, I felt no need to watch the movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereas I re- made it halfway through the fourth book and was like, this shit's long. I need this abridged. Oh, they're so I easy to read. No, they go so fast. Uh, not, not, in my, <laughs> not in my house. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was not a fan of reading. Um, I, I read those like all in like three weeks. Just, all of them? Yeah. Or each. Each one took you three weeks. No, no, all of them. That's insane. Well, it was summer. So you didn't have any chores to do? No. No. No chores. I'm trying to remember which summer this was, but it was like, I don't think... The summer of Harry Potter, apparently. Well, I might have been in between junior and senior year of high school, so I didn't have much... You were in high school and you didn't have any chores? Well, I mean, I had chores. Like, I mowed the lawn. (laughs) That takes up time, but you didn't mow it every day. No. Okay. You don't need to. (laughs) That's the thing with lawns. (laughs) That is a nice thing. I've always thought about lawns. But you so say that was just every day you'd wake up, read Harry Potter, mow your lawn one out of the well, three. Well, the first, one the day first out of the three, three are really short, so that, that was like three days. So you read a book a day for, for the three. first three. Yeah. Okay. So and when, then let me just paint a picture <laughs> of these the schedule. So you wake up. What time do you wake up? You're a junior in high school. Uh, probably like nine thirty a.m. 
Yeah. Okay. So 9.30 a.m. <laughs> get out of bed. Or do you stay in bed to start reading these books? Uh, I don't. I, don't, get out I, of I bed. can't read in bed. Do you read in bed? I like did. sitting in bed? When I, when, I, honestly, the most time I've, been, I've spent reading has probably been in, in my bed over the course of my life. I've read a lot of comics in my bed. Like, by comic strips, not comic Oh, books. I was about to say. I, have I won you over again? No, no. <laughs> to comic <laughs> lore? Yeah. Like, in the past... <laughs> No, no, I just meant, like, you start to read, like, yeah. oh, man, Guardians was a really good movie. I'm going to start reading these comics. Yeah, but I was talking, like, as a child. When oh, I was okay. Well, reading. I just... <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm talking about, like, Calvin and Hobbes. Or sure. Or all the other comic strips yeah, that are really Yeah, Poor Man's great. Marvel, yeah. You... <laughs> well, <laughs> I actually... That's an interesting... Con- I, I would definitely say that I think the artistic value in Calvin and Hobbes is higher than all of the Marvel <laughs> movies. <laughs> movies? Yeah, all of them. Oh, no, that's insane. Yeah, I just feel like you're missing a lot. I feel like you're missing Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> I've read Calvin and Hobbes. It's very good. Yeah. It's very fun. I mean, he touches on everything. Do you think we're going to get a CW Calvin and Hobbes show? Honestly, Calvin and Hobbes touches on more themes like about like philosophically than Marvel has. Okay, and here, here, here. We'll, we'll do, we'll do a, this is good because um, we haven't argued in a while. <laughs> yeah. You've been all high praise. Yeah, this is kind of an ABBA Pearl Jam. Like it's so unrelated, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it, yeah. spending a lot of time doing so. <laughs> all right, so give me a good moral dilemma of Calvin and Hobbes. Um, there's an episode where he finds an injured bird and he tries to take care of it and then the bird dies and he has to deal with death. Okay. Which one? Who is dealing with death? Calvin or Hobbes? Calvin. <laughs> the one that exists. Hobbes is made up. Well, I mean, it exists in Calvin's imagination. Which is the whole comic strip takes place in his imagination, right? Well, I mean, they're real events <laughs> happening. It's just Hobbes is It's not just a dream. This no. is a, this may be an inconvenient time. I've probably never read an entire Calvin and Hobbes comic. I've seen, like, strips. They are just strips, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, there are, are stories. I don't know if I've read. Joey had an entire book, yeah, a lot, and then he had a closet full of Marvel comics. Guess what I was reading? <laughs> he should have been reading Calvin. All right, so dealing with death. Um, uh-huh. I mean, Marvel. Look at who we've lost. Quicksilver. But we've when did lost. they? But when was it like actually hit home? And when do they process it? Like Calvin's mom sits him down and like explains like. I don't know, just to like a like a six year old, how that like happens and how it'll get better. Like I don't know, like it's just like they go. A Bill Watterson has a way of making really complicated things and then having them explained to like a six year old. It's just and so does Marvel. Really well done. <laughs> no, because they they just like gloss over that kind of thing. Like death doesn't really matter in Marvel movies most of the time. Yeah. Wait for Infinity War. Uh, uh, just wait, George. Just wait twenty movies, just, and then we'll get to it. We'll get we to that. We will, though. <laughs> We're so close. <laughs> but think of all the other moral themes. Um, the whole Captain America. Um, oh, I saw something the other day. I screenshotted it. Uh-huh. Uh This is a scene. Several scenes from Captain America: Civil War, which yeah. you watched. I did watch and loved. Yeah, it was four point seven five, I believe. I think I gave it a 4.5. There you go, rounding down again. Um, let me pull it up. Looking, looking. You can feel free to keep talking about Calvin and Hobbes if you want. I mean, it's just really, really great. It's funny. The art's really well done, especially the Sunday strips. I don't know if you've seen the Sunday strips, but he'd like actually painted Do I those. look like I've seen the fucking Sunday strips? I mean, I would have hoped. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you've... I like I what? I don't know what kind of shell of a life you're leading. 
<laughs> if you haven't seen the Sunday comic strips from Calvin and Hobbes. I mean, I read comics as a child, but again, they were mostly Marvel. Yeah. Oh, I mean, where the hell did I... Oh, I downloaded it. That's it. Give me one more second. I'm so close. Mm-hmm. I am getting there. What other comic strips are really good that um, I read as a kid? I mean, uh, nothing's quite as good as Calvin and Hobbes. That's kind of the best of the best in terms of comic strips. I mean, obviously, you have really good well, stuff on Spider the far Man. side. Well, no, those are comic books. <laughs> no, uh, Spider-Man was a comic strip um, that I remember reading frequently. Yeah. Um, you got Family Circus, which is garbage. All of it? Yeah. Hmm. Have you not read Family Circus? I have not. Oh, well. I, uh... Mary Worth, I know, is not great. Oh. Uh, do you ever watch... Or ever watch? What am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm just <laughs> filling time because I'm waiting for you to pull up this stupid <laughs> I don't thing. know where this is, and I feel like my point's going to be lost because I've taken so long to find it, but I now know. I have to find it. Yeah, this is like a, it's like a month. Uh, God. There's so many Game of Thrones memes. Like, where did these all come from? Um, I don't know. I don't follow any Game of Thrones related right. social medias. This is all right. Well, basically, I guess I'm just gonna summarize it, even though I've been looking for it for so long. That's not very good. Um, God damn it! Oh, found it! Found it! All right, thank God. All I right. see it. So this is a picture. This is multiple scenes in the film. Even if the whole world is telling you to move, it's your duty to plant yourself like a tree, look them in the eye, and say no. So that is what's her face, Captain America's girlfriend at the beginning of the film, giving mm-hmm. the moral of the story that I feel like you, it went over your head. You know, let me, I just want to reread okay. it. Yeah, yeah. And then several times throughout the film, they're telling him to move, and he is standing confidently and firmly with his beliefs. I think that's a really good life lesson that even six-year-olds can learn. Even if it's teaching them to be on the wrong side of the Civil War. Well, I mean, he wasn't on the right, wrong side, so it makes uh, sense. The that argument stand continues, his but there are also times where you, you should change your opinions and move, like when you when you're decided wrong. to like Captain America in this film. No, because he was correct. <laughs> but like, say you're a Nazi, it's better for you not to stand your ground on Nazi ideals and to become. A you're so you're saying, all right. Well, if you're going to play that game, you don't think there's a Calvin and Hobbes that is encouraging some sort of delinquent behavior? Absolutely, there's not a Calvin and Hobbes that encourages delinquent behavior. But this doesn't, unless it's being read by a Nazi. No, no, I'm just saying that that's not like that's not like a that that's only a good rule to live by if you're a good person. Sure. And most people don't know whether or not they're. So a good you person. could make the argument that Calvin and Hobbes, the death comic, by making it relatable to six-year-olds, they be, might become more tolerant of death and start murdering people? Perhaps? No. <laughs> At all. I, no. Have you watched any of Mindhunter yet? I know you've been busy. No. It's very good, but it's you get into the head of the serial killers and you just see how they think. Yeah. Uh, I'm I mean, not sure if I'm going to watch that. It's really great. My dad loves it. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, I've been watching Shit's Creek. What is that? It's uh, Eugene Levy. Levy. Was that an exclusive? And his son. Now, I don't know what network it goes on, but I think it's on some network. Or maybe it's like a Canadian show. But it's Eugene Levy and his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, the father is a, a rich dude who uh, bought this town as a joke. Okay. And he's, he's super wealthy, and then his money manager fucks him and takes all this money. Okay. 
And uh, so they have to move to this small town because it's the only asset they have left behind. And so they're living in a crappy motel trying to deal with it. It also has the woman um, who is... uh, uh, what's that guy's name? The the track suit people from Waiting for Guffman. Oh yeah, the, the Fred Willard. Alone. Yeah, home, Fre- Fred Willard and the, the mom. Alone mom. Yeah, okay. She is. All, she's the mother in this series. They must get along. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's just very. It's got that kind of uh, Waiting for Guffman feel sure. to it. Okay. But they're all playing these snooty rich people in a small town. It's pretty amusing. Very. It's kind of. How did you find this show? Uh, I saw something positive about it and then I just like Eugene Levy enough that I wanted to watch it like a positive review yeah or like a recommendation yeah I just saw it was probably just some comment on Reddit or maybe uh, I don't know like AV Club or something so if someone was to write on Reddit like The Leftovers is really badass like you jump into that not necessarily because I was watching this because I wanted to watch something funny oh hmm yeah Leftovers are pretty heavy yeah a lot of thinking yeah but, but I recommend this to you because I know you're... I do you're, love uh, Waiting for Guffman. Yeah. I do have a lot of Mindhunter to watch. Well, and it's, it's a very... Um, if you're just looking for like a kind of... It's kind of a cringy comedy. I do love cringy comedies. It, but if you can watch it, I feel like I can handle it. Yeah, well, it's... I had to... Oh, you did hide behind the tapestry. Well, I, I, I stopped watching the most recent episode because yes. I was like, I cannot handle okay, this. Okay, great. I'm going to come back later. All right. That is how you stopped watching 30 Rock, I believe. Was it? Yeah. You never went I back like to that it. I that show's not that was, cringy. I also felt the same thing. I was shocked that you stopped. Maybe huh. it was another show. You definitely stopped watching 30 Rock. Yeah. I've, I've stopped watching shows because they were too Because cringy. they were too Like cringy. Nathan For You. I think Nathan oh. For You is some of the most clever television <laughs> on right now. It is. Incredibly <laughs> funny. I love Nathan Fielder, but I, I I think I can only watch the episodes where he's going after something big, like Starbucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine watching that. It's only when it's like small business owners. <laughs> Which seems to be exclusively his shtick. Yeah. Um, the finale is two hours long. Man. And so I think he's going to be taking down a big... Like, yeah, sort of I'll, that. Maybe I'll watch that one. Okay. I think I'm going to have a, a Nathan Fielder party, or oh. a Nathan For You party. I, I could also probably have an easier time watching it in a group, because I don't really have the option then. Yeah. that's. I mean, I've, I'm a couple behind, but I did see him speak yeah. publicly. If any of the three million haven't been watching Nathan Fielder. Watch Nathan yeah. For You. Yeah. It is amazing television. And in fact, uh, the last thing he said at his live performance was... Uh, you know, whenever I meet fans of the show, they tell me that the only way they watched it is because a friend sat sat me down and forced me to watch yeah, it. Yeah, well, because that, that's the thing with it. Like, if I just try to explain it to yeah. someone, it sounds so unappealing. <laughs> it's this guy, and he, like, tries to help small businesses, yeah. but he, like, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I'm probably not going to watch that. And, Thanks, but, though. Well, I tell it a bit more. I, it's also, it sounds implausible. It is very yeah. difficult to explain. I will tell people... He offers a rebate on gasoline, and they're just like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You have to watch this show. Uh, but watch 3 million. Th- just come on. 3 yeah. million of you. Watch Nathan for you. I mean, part of, a few of you, like 10 of you, are friends of ours who you have already <laughs> seen the show. Uh, um, oh, Paulo also mentioned mm-hmm. uh, you were right about Captain America in Civil War, mm-hmm. but you were wrong about friends being better than how I met your mother. So... Mm, Looks like wow. we both lost something. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna 
I mean, I'm glad about the Captain America thing, obviously. <laughs> I am not. Friends thing, skeptical. Yeah. Well, you can't be skeptical. Apollo is the decider. Apparently. It has been decided. All right. Just as long as that's true for Captain America as well. <laughs> it's not. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's weird how Paula's deciding works. Um, uh, I'm going to just... So, either it's 100% or it's 0%, you know? It's I like think it's 50 is okay not. sometimes, though. No, not right now. Um, so, anyway... If we could just wrap this up and please get back to your routine reading the Harry Potter books. Oh, yeah. Wake uh, up. I think 9.30. So each book is longer than the last. So it's yeah. probably like I read the first three yes. in like a day each. And then I think the fourth one, that might I might have slowed down. I, I don't think it was two days, but it might have been like but three you, days for you that wake one. Up at and 9.30. Then like, what do you do all day? Do you start reading immediately? I think I only read for like probably, I don't know. Seven hours over the course of the day. Only seven. So I, so I probably read for like an hour That's and like a half. like a work day. Then ate what was some you, food or whatever. Was your sister at college at this point? No, she was home for the summer. It was summer. That's true. She wasn't <laughs> taking summer classes, though. Well, actually, she was about to go off to college. Okay, so that this was, was the end of the summer. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, it was it was the summer before college. I don't remember when in the summer it was. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so you're, you wake up at 930. Uh-huh. Parents are gone. Yeah, at work, probably, yeah. presumably, uh-huh. or, or I mean, I'm just making sure. Like, why didn't you throw a kegger or something crazy on a Monday morning? <laughs> um, so your sister's gone. So you're just at home reading Harry Potter. My sister is there. She is there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as you mentioned before. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so your sister's like playing Oregon Trail or something fun like that. Some sort of fun computerized game. Uh, sure. Hmm. I wonder what she was doing. I mean... You both had an Xbox. You spoke highly of some Shrek game. Well, uh, she'd never play that alone. It's like a party game. <laughs> okay. Sure. It's like playing Mario Party alone. <laughs> plays Mario Party alone. There's some people. Yeah. For sure. That's okay. That's an okay person to be, but I would never be or socialize with one. But we will accept them as our three million fans. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> probably a good portion of them play Mario Party alone. Yeah. That's a good t-shirt idea for our podcast. <laughs> Marvel sucks versus no, it doesn't. I play Mario Party alone. <laughs> so much text. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, these shirts are going to be exclusively text because we can't afford any images. Uh, that's like it has to be an XL or above or so there's just not wor- room for the words. Do you think on a, that's a pretty brilliant idea that I have not seen utilized? What? All text-heavy shirts. <laughs> like, people got to stop and like, what? Why is your shirt so many let words? Yeah. I don't think you Just can like get those essay. made either, because t-shirt companies will cut you off at a certain point. What if we just got, like, the entirety of, like, Edgar Allan Poe, The Raven, just on a shirt? I think that's copyrighted material, but we could. No, it, it's, that's so old. That's fine. <laughs> that's <laughs> fair game. We could yeah, take Edgar Allan Poe? That's absolutely fair. The Simpsons did an Edgar Allan Poe thing. You think they're paying the estate of Poe? That's a parody. Poe? That's a parody. Ours is, too. It's a joke <laughs> shirt. <laughs> it's, it's a joke It's shirt. a novelty shirt. <laughs> Do you think we can get away with that? Do you think, better question, do you think someone's going to be walking around and immediately someone on the street will go, oh my god, that's a Marvel sucks versus no, it doesn't t-shirt. What if if instead of Nevermore, uh, we change it to Nevermoop, and then it's a joke shirt, but now it's a parody. (laughs) Quote the Raven, Nevermoop. Alright, so we got that t-shirt idea. Yeah. We have I just like quote the Raven never moop as its own t-shirt. Yeah, but it's uh, it's the full No no no. Well that text. we have that the full text is one shirt and mm-hmm. it's serious. And yeah. then we have the never moop shirt. Okay. 
It's multiple shirts. shirts. It's, yeah, you gotta buy one with. You can't buy one without. You the other. you buy both of them. You give the Nevermore shirt to the straight man at the duo. Yes. And you give the Never Moop shirt to the jokester. <laughs> Every group's got one. Yeah, Jordan's that jokester. I'm the Never Moop. Oh, he's the Never Moop <laughs> in a big way. Um, so these are good T-shirt ideas. Mm-hmm. But please, will you finish the story? Yeah. You woke up. 9.30 a.m. Yeah. And then I probably, I read for an hour and a half, played guitar for like an hour, then read like another hour, then ate lunch. At 3 p.m.? I mean, uh, so far, it's only been four and a half hours. <laughs> After 9.30. Yeah. So it's 2 p.m. 2 p.m. That's not bad for lunch. Okay. It's unconventional. Yeah. Um, Especially if you wake up. After lunch, that's, that's probably read a little bit more, maybe then play some piano, then go back to reading. It's, basi- it's basically me- uh, reading music, reading food, reading music, reading food. Okay. And at no point did you play Shrek party game with your sister um, during that three weeks? Not unless we had some guests come over. So you might have had guests come over. Yes. What? All right. So what time did you go to bed? Uh... Mm, 1231 something okay. like that and you had mentioned 1231 that... specifically <laughs> <laughs> and you had mentioned that when you would go to bed you would sneak into that neighboring room and watch Nick at night oh no that was as a child oh so this is this is this is a TV well, you're story. a child I have a TV in my room at this point oh wow so you're watching Nick at night in the bed yeah though a lot of times at this point I'm watching TCM this is actually the root of my like cinema Watching TCM in your bedroom, yeah, absolutely. In the summer, wow, I never. Well, knew not that not about not you. that single summer, just like in general, I'd been watching it for a little while. But like, specifically when you fell asleep, yeah, yeah, oof, absolutely. I didn't know that about you. See, guys, this is not only a you learning podcast. This <laughs> is an us learning podcast where we learn about each other. Yeah. Um. So this took three weeks, mm-hmm. and it was the same routine every day. Mm, probably I, there's probably days I didn't read at all then, yeah and then days I read and that's more. probably what made it so long yeah added a lot to your time trial yeah but uh, but you read burn, all of them burned through them pretty quick okay well thank you for that yeah that I mean, you were the one who's really investigating I really wanted to know <laughs> um I I know you really want to talk about Marvel let's just do one more thing I all heard right. this great. we are we're 37 minutes okay, into terrific. the podcast <laughs> terrific um watching more Buffy the other day oh yeah how's that going <laughs> it's there's actually an episode you should watch if you're just gonna watch one watch this one yeah. it was written and directed by Joss Whedon it's called Hush uh-huh. and Seth you know, told me you know I actually have another friend who's watching uh, Buffy right now who is it Zach you don't say yeah he is he's on his way through the same series he's watching all of them I think so by himself uh, probably with his girlfriend. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. F- season four, I think. Yeah. The episode's called Hush, and it's, it's very Tim Burton. It's about these demons who come into town, and every episode she's fighting a different kind of demon or vampire or uh-huh. whatever, paranormal. Of course. Um, she's this a vampire one, slayer. Yes. But ironically enough, she slays very little vampires. She teams up with them more than she well, slays them. Well, I feel like probably. that's like the end goal. Like, that's like the, the big boss. Like if I, like, No, the big like, bosses are demons. The small ones, like, she'll be in the mm-hmm. graveyard patrolling and kill vampires. Well, I was, was going to gonna say, like, Jamie's the Kingslayer. But he doesn't only slay kings. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively yeah. slays kings. He slays other things. Anyway. Like his sister. <laughs> <laughs> that he does. Incest joke. Um... So my this <laughs> Tim Burton esque uh, these skeleton things. There's four mm-hmm. skeleton dudes, and they walk around with these dwarf things that look like they're from Gringotts. They look like they run the bank in okay, Gringotts. Yeah. 
call back to that Harry Potter conversation we had right. a few seconds ago. Um, and they're running around in in menstrual or straight jackets. So okay. the two the two so elves. skull men skull men are floating straight jacket guys floating men and then l- short dwarves in straight jackets. Yes, and they're just walking around town. And they look pretty menacing for a kids show. Mm-hmm. I will say it's frightening if you're watching it by yourself and the okay. lights are out. It's. I mean, I'm not. Why are you scared, watching? Obviously, um, I have been pirating. <gasps> I know you've been oh, buying all the Blu-rays for these God. Marvel films, and I feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just certain episodes. Some. Um, my friend Grace has a box set, and okay. we've been watching there. And we have been. I mean, she's been. Um, she's a big fan. She's mm-hmm. the one who told me to watch it in the first place. Yeah, okay. So I watched. A few, and then anyway, we watched Hush, mm-hmm. um, and or I might have watched Hush. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We watched Hush, mm-hmm. and it had a nine point seven on IMDb. So that's wow. what got me thinking about it. That must be a pretty Ooh, good episode. Speaking of nines on IMDb, okay, I can't wait. I watched an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond yeah. last night. Oh, the, great! The highest rated one. I'm dying to know. Wait, a little, little uh, back and <laughs> recap. Me and Jordan are big fans of Frasier. Yes, uh, but also we do just multicam sitcoms. There, we have a kind of soft spot. Everybody Loves Raymond is definitely not as good as Frasier. Nowhere or Cheers close. Or but I, we have watched it by ourselves multiple times. Yes. We've probably and seen 40 episodes together. Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah. You think? Whenever we watch, we watch like six episodes. Huh. I, mean, I, I think 40. I think it's like closer to 20 All right, sure. I'd say it's like half Say that. 20. What but, is the best episode? I'm dying okay. to know. So it's an episode where Robert is on a is uh, dating I've a new woman. Them and he brings her over to Ray's The frog lady? For the dinner. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, the best one. That's the highest rated that's one. Insane. And it is it is a really good episode on rewatch. Yeah. Like it's very funny. Yeah. It's it, it's odd. Yeah. Like she's Well, and that's also the episode he meets Amy who yeah. goes on to be his well, future. Well, re- rekindles his love with Amy. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. So, I that I never would have pegged that for I the was best surprised. episode. In, that is I shocking. was watching it with Alex. Yes. Best my best friends for since first grade. grade yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he hadn't seen any of it, so that was just like one of his first "Everybody Loves Raymond" episodes that he'd ever seen. Wow! Started with the frog lady. Yeah, that, that was we the had watched it with him before. Like we had been on a "Everybody Loves Raymond" kick, and he'd be like waltzing into the room. What are you up to? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I guess he just never really sat down and like watched. It's not on Netflix anymore, which is upsetting. Yeah, so no, that's it. No. Was inconvenient. He actually just. Uh, Got all the blue rays. Oh, <laughs> did he now? Yeah. Wow, after I got so much shit. Um, anyway, Hush, <laughs> 9.7, written directed by Joss Whedon. These skeleton people and Gringotts elves. Oh, so we don't mention the woman eats a bug. That's yes. the, that's the real crux. Well, I think... Um, she, beca- she is a frog lady as well. Yes. That's she loves frogs and then she eats a bug and Robert sees What is just a crazy premise for an otherwise frog kind lady. of grounded show. <laughs> <laughs> she... Uh, so, like, how do you pitch that in the writer's room? It's like, yeah, and then she just eats a bug, and it's like, wait, why? <laughs> well, because later we'll reveal that later she's, 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 like, she's really a frog lady. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this is a show about a family, though. Yes. Good episode. So Buffy, Hush, Buffy, the Bridgets, Hush. and the Talls. <laughs> he summed it up perfectly. I think that's the description on the box. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, these skeletons at the beginning of the episode take the voices of everyone in the town. It's a completely silent episode. Oh, like s- that Bojack. Yes, except... Well, yeah, I guess you could say that um, because it's they can still make noise, like door slamming makes yeah. noise, but they're trying to communicate. And basically, 
what these things do. They go from town to town. It's mm-hmm. the Christmas slash Halloween episode or whatever. And they go from town to town and they mute everybody so they can cut out college students' hearts. Convenient hmm. demographic. Yeah. And then they'll just be in the dorm screaming and you can't hear them because the skeleton people are taking their heart. Yeah. And at the end, they have to figure out. It's just a very good episode of te- television. It's not a bottle episode because it yeah. does have a lot of themes. But that is a very like interesting idea. Just if you were to watch that. one without any knowledge of the rest of the universe, watch Hush. And it's probably good, too, because it gets rid of the dialogue, which probably which, is yes, a weak is, point. <laughs> anyway, my least favorite part of Buffy is David Boreanaz. Of and course. he's only in the first three seasons. The universal weakness of any network yes. programming is David Boreanaz. <laughs> <laughs> Which is odd because he formed his own spinoff based off Buffy. Well, have you seen the new show he's in is like David Boreanaz yes. is blank. Yeah. It's His, like, why? Yeah. Why would I care what David Boreanaz is? It's crazy. And the whole angel box set says uh, David Boreanaz from Bones <laughs> in the show that got him Bones. Yeah. Like the spinoff. That's interesting. So I really loathe David Boreanaz. And I was talking to Seth the other day who, I don't know, after we were talking about Buffy, um, got he found like a fun facts sheet about mm-hmm. like things you didn't know. Yeah. Guess how David Boreanaz came to fame? Like got Buffy? Got, Yes. He was doing commercials before Buffy. And he moved to L.A. So he's he's a nobody. He got a film degree from not L.A. Uh-huh. So he moved to L.A. to make it big. Yeah. He's and basically he living your life. Well, and he did. <laughs> oh, it moved the quotation marks. He's a big name. Uh-huh. Unfortunately. At our expense. Uh, he slept with Harvey Weinstein. No, he did not. <laughs> he did not. This is too soon. That, that is very joke. topical. <laughs> well, it's gonna, not a month from now when this yeah. gets released. I, yeah, I, you're, you dodged a time. bullet. You're fine. I'm way on top of it right now. <laughs> so he was living on friends' couches. Well, he probably had an apartment at this point. He lived in L.A. for two or three years yeah. without a real like Hollywood job. Yeah. And he was walking his friend's dogs to make money. Mm-hmm. And the... Scout, the casting agent for yeah. Buffy, sees him walking a dog and says he's perfect for the part. He just walked wow. the dog outside of the casting agent's house. And he approaches David Boreanaz and says, do you want to be on this show? Wow. And he said, yeah, I'd love to. I guess and I haven't been walking the right dog. You have not. Though I don't really want to be David Boreanaz. <laughs> you wouldn't press a button that would turn you into David Boreanaz? I wouldn't mind being David <laughs> Boreanaz. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's frustrating because I hate... Oh, David Boreanaz. How do you think you'd come feel on the podcast? about being in a show that you hate? Um, I mean, Buffy would be fine to be in. Buffy's fine, but if I was... His character in Buffy, yeah. I would hate it. Because he has no redeeming qualities. Yeah. None. And he ruins the show. Yeah, and I mean, he's probably the kind of guy where he's maybe not aware of that so much. No, probably like, not. He probably enjoys the characters he well, plays. Because like he walk- chooses how to play them. If you're walking a dog for two years, yeah. you're learning, you know, uh, how to humility. Walk <laughs> well, that and humility. But he's, you know, I just feel like he's sort of the Chris Hardwick of actors. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway... Uh, they do the casting call. They do his lines. Joss Whedon hates him. Wow. Everyone, I? <laughs> yeah, everyone else in the studio, women, camera guys. All fawning over Yeah, him. they love him. Yeah. And Joss is like, I guess I'm wrong on this one, guys. So <laughs> they let him be in Buffy. Buffy spawned Angel, the spinoff that lasted five seasons. So he has three seasons on Buffy, five seasons of Angel, 20 of Bones or however fucking yeah. long that shit is. And then uh, he's in this new show. Yeah. David Boreanaz is blank. 
Wow. Yeah, all because he walked a dog. Hmm. And basically had the same background that you do. So you could be David Boreanaz. Well, I mean, I'm not to. in L.A. That's well, yeah. You need to move to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> Once this podcast takes off, <laughs> yeah. three million, hasn't it? Well, yeah, but we should start charging them. We should start a subscription. Well, we should really just put ads in it. Surely that's yeah. easier than a subscription. We're gonna take a no commercial one... break and insert an ad right here. Triple X rated. <laughs> well, you're supposed to find a porn ad. You think that would lose us listeners? Uh, Do you think anyone's ever advertised if porn you advertise in a podcast? Porn, I, I think we're about to find out. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, anyway, I think we've talked enough about David Boreanaz for one sitting. I guess. Are you ready to talk about Jessica Jones? Yeah, can I can 45 I start, minutes into this can podcast? Can I start the explanation with the first lines from the show? Oh, yes. New York may be the city that never sleeps, but it sure sleeps around. Okay, I'm guessing you didn't <laughs> like that line. No, based I did <laughs> it's a rough start. Um, uh, actually, this was also pointed I, out. I don't. I, I give it, or I gave it a pass at the time. Sure, I still kind of do because it does. It's a bit noir. Oh yeah, like very. like uh, there's a lot of that kind of like ah the dame, you know, yeah. the stupid clever wordplay, <laughs> which is kind of okay, but I do think that's a dumb line. Okay, it sure does sleep around though. She's not wrong. Sure, no sleep around. There are there's a lot of infidelity in New York City. It's and just I, like the Blade Runner, because they, they the original theatrical release had narration mm. from Harrison Ford that Harrison Ford didn't want and the director didn't want. Oh. But the some studio executives like I don't get it. Can you make him talk on it? <laughs> and so they ruined the movie. Because <laughs> um, I, I went back and listened to some of it, and it's terrible. Oh yeah. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, so just tying that back in. Anyway, oh, go no, ahead. that's good. That's good. Um, apparently, the intro, this was told to me, um, the intro to Jessica Jones is very similar to the intro to Veronica Mars. Like, the very first scene in both shows oh, is like a shot-for-shot shot sort of, hmm. not like a yeah. rip-off, but it's sort of paying homage. I thought you were going to say, like, the intro, like, the theme song. No, 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 no. Which the I very thought first was very scene. Cool. I like oh, the intro scene. I love the theme. And you, see... I'm, I don't want to spoil anything, but mm -hmm. I will say that you know David Tennant's in it. Yes. And he's the villain mm -hmm. of the show. Yeah. We've, I've heard him, but I haven't seen him yes. yet. Yes. He, he he's not in... You don't meet him until, I think, episode three, mm -hmm. and it's at the very end, and you get very little of him. Yeah. Um, or maybe you meet him before. I don't, I don't remember entirely. Yeah. I think he is the best TV villain since Jim Moriarty. Interesting. Of Sherlock. And then thing. I'm also going to say you got to rate both these shows. Good, good call. Jessica Jones, the entire show? Yeah. All right, and then you're not going to rate it until after you watch all of them? Or you're going to give the first episode I, I think rating? I'll do a first episode rating at the end of this. So you want me to do a first episode rating and then you do a first episode? Uh, yeah, I think you can just do a series rating. Okay. I just think, yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. I'm going to give Jessica Jones five out of five. Or sorry, six out of six Avengers. Wow. Or so just a home run. Home run, I think, is the best entity on Netflix right now. Assuming the next season does not get bad, or you know, yeah, I um I, I won't spoil something about season two, uh, but I heard something that makes me think that oh, it might, might be off. Yeah, there. I don't know about this. Well, considering their track record with the rest of them being slightly less. Well, see, now my rating of Luke Cage mm -hmm. is... Well, you got to put the... Here's the table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm so stupid. Who's, should, should who's I put, watching this? Can which which put, Avengers are sitting watching Netflix? Well, no, because it's all in the same universe. Yeah. So this is them watching, like, I don't know, camcorders. I really want... 
eventually there's in phase four there's going to be a TV movie crossover. Like they said that, or it has to expect? be. I'd expect because the, literally they're talking about. I don't know if the episode you watched, but in episode two of Jessica Jones, I think uh-huh. she's like they're talking about the Hulk. Yeah, well, Luke Cage, you hear about them, and because there's a kid selling the the rip, rip copy of yeah. the New York Battle. Yes, which we know as Avengers the film, mm-hmm. and that's what our kids are selling as yeah. in Harlem. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but. I think Jessica Jones... Can I put Defenders at the table if we've met them? Can I put Jessica Jones and Luke Cage at the Avengers table? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're both there. Uh, I'm going to put... Hawkeye. Hawkeye. No, I'm not. Uh, Spider-Man, because New York. Honestly, Hawkeye could be there. He's like this caliber of a hero. Well, eventually they're going to meet up with the Avengers, and I'm yeah. so curious well, to actually, see... I guess Jessica Jones and Luke Cage both have more powers than Hawkeye does. Yeah. Hawkeye's just a bowman. Yes. Uh, I'm so curious, like... Because they were contemplating putting Daredevil into, like, Civil War. Yeah. Which... I mean, they had... It was two, they were two years apart when they released both of those. Yeah. You could have done it, but or maybe it was one year apart. Um, but even to not put them in Avengers films, those are so fun. I mean, they're getting grittier. Like, Civil War was definitely grittier than Avengers 2. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how he would have held up. I'm interested to... In s- terms of just design, like character design. I'm interesting to see... They're going to do the crossover, but they need to yeah. do it very gradually. Like, he'll maybe run into Spider-Man. Well, and I think they'll have to do something small. Yes. You can't have them be a significant no. part because they're just not good enough. Well, I don't know. I mean, you could... Ha- I Probably not an Avengers film, but when we get all these, I think all of the subsequent Marvel's films in Phase 4 are going to be like Doctor Strange 2 where Spider-Man hangs out for 30 minutes and the Hulk's in it for part of it and it's just not going to be focused on one hero anymore because now mm-hmm. they have all these people that they don't need to, you know, make movies for. Yeah. The Hulk, they'll probably keep around for a while because he doesn't get solo films. Right. He can be featured in several films. Um, so I'm going to put uh, Iron Man there because he, uh, you know, is mentioned in this. The Hulk is mentioned. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put uh, the Hulk there. And then I will put Vision because okay. Vision is all-knowing, and he thinks these shows are really good. All right, now then quickly, Luke Cage and his heroes. Luke Cage is... I think I'm going to give Luke Cage a four-and-a-half okay. Avengers. Because, um, again, I think alone, a standalone content, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it is very separated from the MCU. But uh, the fact that it is, and it does not really contribute to the greater scheme, I think hurts it as a Marvel show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so four and a half. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage are there. Um, Spider Man's there again, swinging into both. Um, we get Iron Fist because he is in Luke Cage season two. That has okay. just been confirmed. And then uh, Bruce Banner. Okay, it's the half star. All right. Now back to the shows. Uh, so Jessica Jones starts off with that neo noir scene mm-hmm. um, where she's she's a photographer. Yeah. What do you think of the character based on so like, based her on living the, situation? I'll, I'll give you my impression get based on the first half of the episode. Okay, sure. Um, I do not like Jessica Jones in the first half. The character? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Uh, to me, she's just like... She, she kind of reminds me of... Uh, 
like like the the kind of character that people like to project themselves into. Sure. Like kind of like a a, a power fantasy type. You thing. might not like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Well, because because. <laughs> Uh, the thing with Jessica Jones is like she's like an alcoholic who just yeah. says what she wants and yep. she doesn't care about anyone and she's totally independent. And That's a lot of people, cool. a lot of people who don't have that in their own lives love to watch other people do that. Yeah. I think it's a, a big appeal of Rick and Morty too because oh, yeah. it's very similar to Rick. Yeah. Just like that, like no oh, nothing matters or yeah. you know whatever. Kind Which of thing. you also you do love Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, Rick and Morty's great. <laughs> but you don't like the fan base. No, the fan base I don't even think is that bad. Obviously, there is some recent stuff that there are people doing dumb, but I don't think it's exceptionally bad. Like, I don't think it's that much worse than Game of Thrones. Sure. I think it's just a bit more, uh, I don't know, it's the difference between people that watch cartoons and watch live action things. Sure. Like, that's just kind of a filter that separates people. Okay. But, um, uh, like, like here's, another, here's another line from the okay. show. But it was funny because it was like as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, that's dumb. I bet that's on IMDb's quotes because someone else heard that and was like, that's cool. But uh, she's either an idiot in love or she's being conned, which amount to pretty much the same thing. It's so true, though. <laughs> but it's just it's so to me, that's like um, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast. But 10% uh, of my brain. But uh, Cade's roommate, Seth. Uh, Your best friend since sophomore year. Since sophomore year, uh, he's been on the podcast. He has. I don't know if he's mentioned this. He he um, he's from a small town in southern Virginia. Yes, and they have a meme page there, which posts really terrible memes. <laughs> a lot of which feature Harley Quinn and the Joker. Yeah, and they all say kind of edgy, dumb stuff. Yes, I could see this being on one of those. I think this is too smart. For no, Mark you couldn't. Still. Are you telling me you couldn't see there's a picture of Harley Quinn with this written on? Oh, it. Harley Quinn for sure. She's either an idiot or Jones she's being con, which pretty much amounts to the same thing. Like I'm so smart and ahead of the game, and also, uh, like it, it's kind of supposed to sound like Jessica Jones is like really jaded about the whole idea of love. She is. In general. You'll understand why later. I, I think I'm already supposed to understand why, because <laughs> later in this, it reveals some nefarious stuff about her past. Oh, yeah. But that wasn't because she was in love. That's because apparently this guy has some sort of mind control <laughs> powers, which isn't being in love. I think it's a metaphor for a, an abusive relationship, yes. which I think it nails. Uh, I think it's ham-fisted, but oh, I'm no. only at the very beginning, so I'm sure they start <laughs> to handle it much better as it gets. <laughs> they do. I will say, reading the description of this show, yeah. after watching Daredevil, they just announced, like, we're doing Daredevil, we're doing these other three heroes, and I'd yeah. never heard of the other three. Yeah. So I'm reading Jessica Jones, a detective with superpowers who does not like to use them, yeah. uh, has PTSD, and opens a crime-fighting agency. I said, that sounds dumb as shit. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch that. Lo and behold, I mean, it's Marvel. Who am I kidding? Of course I'm going to watch it. I did immediately. Um, first episode, it gets you hooked. And I think they're trying to sell this idea of a hero not only isn't very popular, yeah. but it's a female lead, mm -hmm. which is also harder to do yeah. um, to get traction, unless you're fucking Wonder Woman, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um and they threw Luke Cage in it just to be like, hey, this has two heroes. So I think they're doing a lot of stuff to sort of launch this show. And I think it worked very well mm -hmm. um, because I loved this start to finish. I yeah. think it's the best Marvel show on Netflix yeah, or probably best Marvel show, yeah. period. And so then uh, as the episode goes on. Yes. You meet Trish. What do you think of Trish? Uh, is that the blonde? That's the blonde. That's her best friend. Uh, she's real attractive. She is. <laughs> 
That is true. Uh, what do I think beyond that? <laughs> She's like a TV personality or something. You, you really don't learn that much about her in the first episode, so it's hard to say. Except for they have some sort of past together. Mm-hmm. Or they both have a past with David Tennant, perhaps. Or maybe she at least knows about David Tennant. She does know. So they. So when she mentions that he's back, that causes her to believe whatever. You yeah. Know, whatever. She gives her money. Yes. Is the, is the point of yeah. their interaction. They are very good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything, and the pilot just sort of sets everything up and it gives you like the flashbacks with David Tennant, like he's whispering in her ear while she's on that. And then Luke Cage, she's clearly has a thing for Luke Cage. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they bone. They, oh, they bone in this one. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Wow. Well, and, and like, uh, there's a line where they're boning and she's like, you won't break me. And he's like, I'm right. Because they don't both know that they're superheroes, I guess, yet. Sure. They figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. I, I guess... There's one, I thought it was episode two, where it's very boning heavy at the start. Hmm. Um, Might be. That's when I thought it started. Um, yeah. Or that's when the boning started. But apparently it starts in episode one. Yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> the premise of this episode the that contributes to the overarch plot of the season mm-hmm. is this girl, the yeah. track star, is kidnapped by David Tennant. Uh-huh. Or mind controlled. And then is, is saved. And then is saved by, by Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Only to get into the elevator, pull out a gun, and murder her parents. Did you see that coming? No. So it was a fun twist. It was a twist. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? Were you don't, so what, that was too edgy for you? or I think that is probably my criticism of this show on a whole. Is it, it, it's, it, it's balancing on the, is this too edgy line? Or is this, like, I don't know not too edgy like decent television <laughs> and I, I don't think it actually tiptoes that very well i think it is mostly just too edgy hmm i foof i'm i definitely disagree i don't because yeah. i can understand your foibles with daredevil where the yeah. guy is impaling his head on a spike yeah and then i also think that's really cool yeah. <laughs> so i am fine with daredevil yeah i just i think the writing's not actually that good and i think uh, obviously it's a bit of a gut punch when the girl's like oh no she's still being mind controlled and she murders her parents like oh no that is a gut punch again you don't like cringy but it's well but it's but that makes me hate the bad guy i want her to catch the bad guy thing is i just think that's kind of easy gut punches well that specific gun punch like it's like the emotional equivalent of a jump scare like yeah of course it's gonna elicit an emotional response because it's so low Hmm. like it's just like it's like what they do with CSI, where they always have to have some sort of like nefarious, like, oh, this is how he killed. Oh man! I just thought it's this like, was like, is way, that? I don't know if I, I'm, I wasn't attached to the characters when I first started watching the show. Yeah. But I immediately like felt for that girl. She was like being horrible. Things were happening to her. Oh yeah, no, under Kilgrave's control. Yeah. And I would, I can't imagine like what that was like. So I'm like, oh my god, this poor girl. And then no. she goes in the elevator and murders her parents. I'm yeah. like, it can't get worse for her. Oh fuck. Yeah. Well, I guess to me, it reminds me a lot of Dexter, which is another oh, show that love you got me to Dexter. watch. Dexter. I didn't yeah. really get you to watch. Yeah. You were just like on a. You did not watch Dexter because I was badgering you about it. We, I, I we, would never watched it otherwise. Here's what, I would have never sought out Dexter had here's you not what, wanted me to watch it. Do you remember how it happened? We went to your sister's wedding. Yes. We read several two-minute mysteries in the car. Yeah. You came <laughs> You came back to JMU before we started school for a week. Uh-huh. You had nothing to do. You're like, I really wanted to start a mystery show. And yeah. Dexter was the only thing on Netflix that was comparable to, or like, not NCIS uh-huh. or bullshit. Yeah. 
and you hated all of the side plots. <laughs> you were very tolerant. You're sort of just Dexter was fine. Yeah, it wasn't amazing. wasn't bad. Just yeah. fine. And I was waiting for it to get better, and it never really did. So I stopped after season. Did four. you not love John Lithgow as the Trinity Killer? Not really. Oh. I don't like John Lithgow in general. Oh, too I much. love John Lithgow now after seeing that. You don't like Third Rock from the Sun? No. Oh. God, I tried to watch Third Rock from the I Sun. I don't know. You French Stewart? That's so. His eyes are never open. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. and young JGL. That has you written all over it. I'm surprised you don't like third, th- don't like. Third well, I, I went in expecting to kind of like. It. I was like, oh, this is kind of like, like it's kind of a cult classic. So maybe I'll. It's be just on such board. a ridiculous idea for a show. Yeah. And French Stewart is his eyes are always closed. Yeah. And I think that's hilarious. <laughs> How does he see? Yeah. So, based. All right. So, what is your review of the first episode? Unless you think we, there's more stuff to touch on. Um. Let me see. There's. What is your impression of Kilgrave immediately? I think I think he's he's the only compelling thing about the show. Okay. I do think he's interesting. I think it's an interesting idea for a villain. Yes. Um. But yeah, again, it's like I feel like they're they're relying so much on him just being really really terrible, and I feel like that's not that hard to do. I feel like it's pretty easy to make a really despicable, horrible villain. Yeah, because like, because like, I can just com- I can just combine scary words together and then come up with a really bad villain that needs to be killed. Um, hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't see him as like in a Marvel movie villain. Like, I can't compare him to Red Skull or no. Ultron. Which were both bad villains. Okay. Well, who's a good villain? <laughs> Those are like the two worst. Uh, a good villain? Like Loki. Loki's okay, a good sure, villain. Loki. But Loki, I feel, he's just sort of fun and delightful and Kilgrave. He does some more messed up stuff as the show goes yeah. on. And being messed up, though, that's why I'm saying it's kind of easy. I think it's easy to write. But what's True Detective all about? That's a messed up villain. Yeah, but that's the characters are so much better. Like the good guys. But what like, about the like villain? Russ Talk Cole. about the villain. Russ Cole. No, that's what the, the difference though is. Russ Cole's interesting on his own, whereas Jessica Jones, I think, is less interesting. So you you really are hoping that the villain anchors it? I think it's the only chance it has. <laughs> Jessica Jones. Yeah, I don't know. She's just. I I don't want to be her, be her, date her, be anything about her, and I think I'm supposed to find her cool, and I just don't oh, she's at all. So cool. <laughs> Where this is so weird because I thought the opposite of Wonder Woman. Well, I don't think she's cool. You don't want to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, I date Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, that's also what the show, what the movie probably wants. Yeah. I had an interesting thought. Well, I know. I know. We don't talk I mean, about definitely one. attractive. We, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I date her though. I know we. Yeah. Well, I don't know that lasso of truth. Ugh. I don't know. If well, we, I mean, I have no problem with that. I only tell the truth. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Kate, I didn't like Age of Ultron. Ugh. I wish I could have got you to tell me the truth that day. Um, I know we don't talk a lot about Wonder Woman, but I feel like uh-huh. Wonder Woman. Or Stranger Things. We've been talking a lot about this recently. Yeah. All these middle of the road. Everyone loves them. I feel like they're a lot like the Foo Fighters. Uh, in that they're well liked. Yes. They're very good, but some people will die for them. And I don't think they warrant death. Yeah. That's my problem. 
Yeah. I mean, I think that's just bound to happen when you have a sufficiently popular thing. There's always going to be diehard fans. Do you think Foo Fighters are like revolutionary? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I like, I like, yeah, like a one song per album for them. Like I liked Rope on their last one. I liked Run on this one. Uh, Rope was two ago. So you Really? One. What's, uh, there must have been a good song on the one in between. Yeah. There, right? The one, the single is Stranger or something from nothing. Um, mm. It's only eight songs. It's the one he made the HBO show about, Sonic Highways, where they go to the eight big recording studios around the country and record a song. Hmm. Guess I never heard that album. Oh, well, watch the HBO show. It's very entertaining. Well, after you watch The Leftovers, of course. Yeah. Uh, so what is your rating of Jessica Jones after the first episode? Um... <laughs> He's thinking... <laughs> Three out of six. Okay. Oof. Pretty low. Yeah. I immediately love this show. Yeah. And I'll put Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Hawkeye. <laughs> you really want Hawkeye in this universe, yeah. don't you? I mean, he already is. I just feel like he could jive. All right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So let's move on to Luke Cage. Yes. Um, which I thought going into this <laughs> podcast, you'd have equal chances of liking them for yeah. different reasons. Apparently... Not as well, invested in Jessica uh, Jones. Let, let me start with the positive about Luke Cage. Okay. Not nearly as edgy. That's true. It's just a show. And I, in the negative, <laughs> this is very, my very short and quick negative. It's like The Wire, but worse. Uh, <laughs> with a superhero in it for no reason. Uh, yeah, that's probably... But it's for people like me who have never watched The Wire. Yeah, watch The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> but it just sort of, you know, like feeds it to me. In ways that I can understand. Yeah, it's like uh, baby food. Do you get the shot of water. the of uh, <laughs> Cottonmouth in front of that picture with the crown? Yeah, uh, or is that later on? I don't know. That's a really I don't cool remember shot. Remember that one? Might. Yeah, I think they're beating up that kid. I don't know if that happened yet. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, I thought there was some cool stuff in this. The right. soundtrack alone is yeah. incredible. The band that was playing in the video. It's a different band each time. Oh, each wow. episode. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like, the band that was in there. I thought No, they, they get a lot of music specific to Harlem, and it's a different band each time, and they play yeah. sort of this. And yeah. I think it's really a great soundtrack. And I hate rap and hip-hop. Yeah. But this in the confines of the show, I love it. Yeah. I think it fits very well. And then they, they had their own little twisty little heist where, like, they have a thing planned and they get kid, screwed up kid or whatever. Goes, yeah. But also, why... So they're having that business meeting earlier. Yeah. And he's meeting with this dude. Mm-hmm. And he has that woman there with him, the congress lady or yeah, whatever yeah. she is. Black Mariah. Councilwoman, Council I guess. Councilwoman Mariah. And um, during their conversation, uh, he's like, I'm going to give you a million dollars, you buy eight crates of guns or whatever it was. Sure. Or ten crates at a hundred grand each, I think was the terms. But, um... And then she goes, oh, it's never that easy. It's like, why would you invite someone at the meeting who's, like, there to shit on the deal? <laughs> like, that's not good business. Do they know that they were? she was going to shit on the deal? Uh, I think, I think so. you'll at find the very, out. At the very least, she, she should be cool about it. I think it. you'll find like, out don't try to Don't try to ditch this million-dollar deal during the million-dollar deal. <laughs> she's also torn because she does not, she's, you know, represents. Yeah. Well, as torn as she may be, policy. she definitely, if she's counting on the million dollars to come through, she was probably she's probably chill. torn. She's like, oh, I don't know if I want the million so dollars. So should I sabotage? Maybe it? I should sabotage. <laughs> I don't think that's a good plan. Well, I mean, she might not be a good counsel person. Yeah. So, Luke Cage, what do you think about Pop and his whole ragtag gang? Well, he's in the, wait, Pop? Is that the, the bartender. You mean the barber? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's in The Wire. 
Oh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> is that's probably why the wire right crossed no. into your head. <laughs> I think it's because it's dealing with crime and like the legitimate business and the mm. intersection between like politics and wouldn't any show benefit from us having a superhero in it? Is my question to I think you? The exact opposite. <laughs> huh. I, th- I think Civil War would have been better if there were no heroes in it. What? <laughs> Tearing my hair out. Yeah. I think I think Ken Burns' Civil War is better than Marvel's Civil oh, War. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> no, that's mostly just funny to say. <laughs> I wouldn't really compare those two things. <laughs> um, so what else happens in this? The kid gets Ken shot. Ken Burns' Civil War versus Captain America's Civil War. <laughs> the real Civil War. Imagine if those... A Civil War War. I would love to see Captain America's... Doc- documentary about the Civil War and I'd also love to see Ken Burns' superhero movie. Oof, there's Can you idea. imagine? What if Ken Burns did a documentary about Captain America's Civil War and how it affected the MCU? Oh man. And then Captain America just The thing is Ken Burns likes to go really deep in stuff and there's just not enough oh, content there. Oh there's content baby. It's there. <laughs> there's you just, just gotta look to hard about. Enough. There's so much to talk as, about. As someone who's We spent, are drowning in content. As someone who's spent <laughs> Uh, at this point, 30 hours talking about Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much content. Yeah. So much amazing, great content. It's definitely a lot of content. And then maybe like 90 <laughs> minutes of less good content, but overall really Only really 90 minutes of content. bad content? Yeah, probably. No, there's definitely more than that. No, I don't think so. Phase one alone, there's three <laughs> times that amount of bad content. No. Yeah. It's all great. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All great. Iron Man 2, man. Anyway, Luke Cage, as it went on... It's just... What do you think of the villain? Cottonmouth. The guy from House of Cards. Yes. Yeah. Remy Denton. Uh, I mean, the actor's pretty good. Yes. Villain's... I'm wondering if you might... I don't see myself finishing Luke Okay. <laughs> but you see yourself finishing Jessica Jones right now. No. Okay. <laughs> I see myself finishing neither. I would, this is, but how many... do? You, are you going to just keep going until you get sick of it? I mean, that'd be uh, like honestly. I, I would have stopped. I wouldn't have finished the episode. <laughs> I think it might behoove you to look on Reddit to find a two-hour block of like the content, like the Breaking Bad, like the movie of all the episodes. I wonder if that exists. It has to exist. I don't know, but I would. I, the thing with Jessica Jones is, is I wouldn't mind seeing more of David Tennant and how it fleshes out. But I don't want to sit through the whole thing. I want to like skip around. I think sure that's fine. If you, I mean, try and watch as much as you can. I think, unlike Dexter, I mean, I see, when watching Dexter, I loved it all, obviously, mm-hmm. except for the horrible, horrible last season that no one will talk about. Yeah. Because it didn't. I, I mean, I didn't get to the fifth season. Oh, well, eight is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this has, like, I didn't really pick up on a lot of stuff uh, in the first episode, or the first three, honestly, until I rewatched it. Hmm. Um, you... you you might have pick, already picked up on it because I didn't really know much about Kilgrave at that point. Although it's been two years and people have been talking about his mind control and how good a villain he is and stuff. Yeah. I will say I, mind control is definitely scary because that's like where can you hide? Yeah, with a man who controls your mind. And it is that sounds like a song lyric. Well, there you go, write that one in between your Harry Potter readings. Hmm. You should I if anything finish. Yeah. Jessica Jones for David Tennant. He's in the entire show. I like David Tennant. He's amazing in it. I Have you seen Broadchurch yet? Uh, I watched three. See, I got bored with Broadchurch. Yeah. But it doesn't have any superheroes, so it's kind I of... I know, so palatable. that was like the problem. <laughs> that was why I was bored. It was just the, the detectives. Like, oh, I'm the washed-up detective solving crime. Mm-hmm. 
really never been done before. Be a superhero or be nothing, David Tennant. Oh. See, my problem with superheroes is it takes some of the human interest out of it. Like, it just, it, 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 it's just I, like a fantasy game. I live human interest every day. I want to see fake shit when I come home and relax and I watch TV. Yeah. I want to be in a strange... You would love Mindhunter, because after I'm comparing these shows, Mindhunter is nothing like these two. <laughs> <laughs> you will really enjoy Mindhunter. Yeah, well, you need to watch uh, Shit Creek. Okay. I think you'd be. I think you'd. Yeah, as soon that. as I finish Mindhunter, is it on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. I'm still, all three seasons. I'm only. Is it canceled? I'm still in the first season. I'll oh, watch it. I don't know. I'll watch it. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. It um, is. It is amusing stuff. I'm not sure if the first episode was as good as it gets because it gets better. So. Okay. Uh, so what is your rating of Luke Cage? Uh, it's. The thing is, I I think it's basically as good as Jessica Jones. Mm. But for different reasons. Yes. Mm. I think... If anything, you should listen to the Luke Cage soundtrack or find like a compilation of all the videos where they're in that bar. Yeah. Because there's a different band playing and they're playing very cool songs. Yeah. I just think it's like a... I, like I said, it's wire light. Yeah. For people who couldn't quite handle... I can't handle the wire, God. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd like it once you gave it a chance. I, I watched like the first season... Yeah, just watch the five seasons. <laughs> all five? <laughs> just watch all five seasons. When does it get good? Uh, I, I mean, I liked the first season. You it's, liked it or loved it? I liked the first season. When did you love it? The third season. Though I liked the second season a lot, too. I think that's one that most people consider the weakest, is the mm-hmm. second. But I, I liked the second one It's on a lot. HBO. Maybe you should just watch it. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe you should watch The Leftovers and I should watch The Wire. Hmm. The trade. We should. <laughs> you propose well, I don't really trade. care if you watch The Wire. I just think it's like you'd enjoy it. What's up? Uh, well, I think you'd enjoy The Leftovers. I don't I have, care I didn't have if that you much to say about The Wire. I think The Wire's been very well discussed. I'm not sure what I have to add to the discussion of The Wire. Probably nothing. Yeah. Um, well, and it's just like a topic that I don't know enough about to. Like, this might surprise people, but I've never been involved in any gangs. That does surprise me. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing never white sold drugs. And you have a bit of scruff. You look like Eminem right now. Yeah, I look like a... Who has uh, been involved in crimes. Has he? Yes. Are you sure? Are we going to do our next podcast on Eminem? Yeah, like a, like a, 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 a synopsis of his career? Yes. Like a <laughs> we investigative journalism <laughs> about Eminem. And we spike in some hero lore. Yeah. Um, so what do you rate Luke Cage? Yeah, like a three. Three? I Who mean, are your Avengers at the table? Uh, Batman. Oh. <laughs> now I'm going to go with Hulk. Okay. Because uh, he's super strong, and that's what everyone in this these two shows is. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, then I'm going to go with Ant-Man. Interesting. Full size or quarter size? Full size. Okay. <laughs> he's, just, he's just along for the ride. All right. <laughs> and then I will I will put Spider-Man. Ah, classic <laughs> at all the tables. Spider-Man, Ant-Man, and the Hulk. The big three. The trio. <laughs> the dudes. <laughs> um, that's, well, what are we, what? Uh, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? What are we doing next week? Are you going to keep watching these shows that you are clearly ambivalent towards? Probably not. Um, I do. I am curious to see. This is why when you were at the beginning talking about how you got me to watch Netflix shows, I like, can't wait to say I'm not going to watch <laughs> any more of these Netflix shows. You should, uh, <laughs> at the very least, watch, like, it, 
if there's not a two-hour compilation of Jessica Jones, which I think you would actually enjoy, yeah. uh, find Best of David Tennant. Yeah. Because he's I'm amazing. Or around. just fast forward through the show and watch all the David Tennant scenes. Or just keep, like you watch Dexter. You skip through a lot of Dexter. Did I? Yes. You did not watch all of it. You were like, whenever there was a side, because you hated the side characters and all side plots, you skip them. <laughs> just do that with Jessica yeah. Jones. They were not well done. <laughs> they were poorly handled. Just do that. Yeah, That's we'll, we'll see. Okay. I mean, I'll, we can talk about it on the podcast, but I don't think we should ever dedicate another episode. That's fine. Um, so, well, then, then I feel week, like you're never going to watch it. <laughs> next week, we're going to watch. Didn't we? Didn't we say in this podcast something? Didn't we already Logan. have an idea? Oh, Logan. Yeah, let's do Logan. You're going to watch Logan? Sure. Give me, give me the DVD. It's a Blu-ray. Sure. It's very long. <laughs> 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 but it is a fantastic film. Or we could watch Fan 4 Stick with Seth. But he'd have to be down with it. Yeah. Oh, let's leave it on a cliffhanger. I've right. been Jordan Peebles, <laughs> and Marvel has sucked! <laughs> I'm Cade Weiberg, and I really like Jessica Jones. <laughs>